0: Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday. It's the middle of the week, and welcome to Lessons and Legacies. This is episode 41, and a very special one indeed. Um, I am happy to welcome back for his second time on the show with some beautiful, fun news we can fill you guys in on, um, my good friend from Nigeria, Apostle Gideon Desmond. You say hello to everybody, introduce yourself. Are you there? Did you freeze again? I think we froze again. If you can hear me, just refresh your browser and come back in, you're frozen on my end. So just uh, do a refresh on your browser and come back in. So um, I will fill you guys in on some great news. First of all, sorry, we are a little bit late. This was supposed to be 10 o'clock, but we have for the last almost hour have been having some serious technical difficulties here. Um, Again, we are from opposite sides of the world here. Hey, Brittany, thanks for joining in. I do have my guest. We are having technical issues linking from Nigeria to the United States today for some reason. It went fine last time, but uh, we're having issues for the last hour. But we are going to make it happen. We are here to preach today. We are here to drop some faith and some news about the Holy Spirit. Um, And so as many of you guys know, the devil likes to work his magic in our technical realms. So um, try as we might. We are still having glitches, but we will not give up. I'm still intending on pushing forward. Hopefully he will pop back in. And if not, I will save the bulk of this for next week. And we will work out these kinks for you. But uh, in the meantime, before we get started on spirit and whatnot, um, I do have some great news for you guys. I am rounding out season one of Lessons and Legacies in nine episodes from now. We're at 41 today. And episode 50 will be the last one for this season. And then we're going to be getting ready to start season two, uh, the first, well, the Monday, the last Monday of February. So I don't even know what that date is. Somewhere in the 20s. Um, and so my guest today, Gideon, is going to be my co-host on Wednesdays now. Um, every Wednesday is going to be kind of like a midweek faith check. We're going to be doing. He's gonna be preaching a little sermon we're gonna have different topics we're gonna be going over scripture and uh yeah faith is one of the topics in my book one of the chapters in my book we've had many discussions around it britney i know you were one that you came on and talked a lot about faith and resilience and um i think i had dr deborah on talking about faith and um i feel stephanie morris we did a faith one as well but uh yeah i just It's, I think, a very important topic, especially in these uncertain times with pandemic and everything else going on. So, yeah, we are going to be co-hosting from across the world and trying to spread the good word across all the nations. So I am very much looking forward to that. You guys will see flyers posted. Um, His ministry in Nigeria is called Spirit-Filled Ministries International. Hold on. Uh, there he is right now. Uh, he said, "What happened? Try to connect again. It's the Wi-Fi." There he is. He's back in, and just in time as we're getting ready to talk about his ministry. I see you. I well, I don't see you, but I see you trying to pop in here. Get in. Um. Anyways, yeah, so I will pop up on the banner here. Um, Spirit-Filled Ministries International. That is Gideon's ministry in Nigeria. He is the senior pastor there. Um, And if you're looking to reach out and get in touch with him in any way for prayers or uh, for maybe wanting to sow a seed into the ministry or follow it. Um, You can find Spirit-Filled Ministries International on YouTube and on Facebook, and you can reach out to Gideon Desmond at Spirit-Filled Ministries International at gmail.com. We are bringing Lessons and Legacies and Spirit-Filled Ministries together every Wednesday for you guys and hopefully bringing some blessings and love and light into your world. So, um, yes, it seems like we are having... uh, There you are. Hello, you're back. (laughs) We're back again. Can you hear me? Can you hear me, Gideon? If you can hear me say something so I know you can. Can you hear? Can you hear me? No. Okay. So as soon as you can hear me, let me know so you can speak. I was filling everybody in on our upcoming Wednesdays, middle of the week faith check, um, Spirit-Filled Ministries International and Lessons and Legacies coming together to preach the word and, and share the light of God between as many nations as we can. So can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right. Okay. <laughs> the devil is working against us today, isn't he?
1: He has just failed.
0: <laughs> well, listen, while you were while you were out, I filled in everybody on um our ministries coming together and that we're gonna be doing this every Wednesday, doing some preaching and lighting up the world. And today we are here to talk about spirit and the Holy Spirit. So oh. While I've got you here, I'm going to pass the floor on to you and let you speak before we have any more glitches. (laughs)
1: So,
0: what do you say about spirit?
1: Yeah, spirit is a being that lives in the flesh,
0: and the Holy Spirit. Spirit.
1: Spirit is a being that lives in the flesh. Now, Holy Spirit.
0: You're freezing up on me again here. You're freezing up on me. Do you have maybe a different area in the house you can try moving to so the connection might be a little better? Possibly? Because I cannot hear you. I am very much looking forward to that because- I can't hear you. Can you move to a different place in your house maybe where your internet connection is better? or is that your best spot? Are you there? No. Oh my goodness. This is a bummer. Oh, technical glitches. Give me the twitches. Come on, let's bring it back in. Well, I don't know, guys. We may have to. I know it's getting evening over there. Um, Yes, I don't know if this is going to work. Let me see, guys. Be patient with us here. We're going to get this up and running. And your house for a for a better internet connection. All right. Let's see. We'll see. All right. So anyways, I'm going to try to carry on a little bit of this the best that I can. Maybe I can read from my book in the interim, but uh, there you are. (laughs) We're having internet Problems like, whoa. Um, do you have a different spot in your house you can move to with a better internet signal by chance? Maybe get a little... Yeah, there
1: is but, is. but but, but no, it's okay now.
0: Okay. All right. So we glitched out on the Holy Spirit. So tell us, what, what is the importance in of the Holy Spirit?
1: The importance of the Holy Spirit is in enable us to do according to the will of God, to enable us to please God. That is the importance of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is here to help us to serve God the way God wants. He's here to guide us. He's here to direct us. He's here to comfort us. And that is why Jesus called him Comforter. You know, many people thought that Holy Spirit is a thing. He's not a thing. He's a being. So God said, I will send you a comforter. So the importance of the Holy Spirit is coming, to, um, coming down to the earth to comfort the true followers of Christ, to comfort them, to console them, to direct them and show them the true way of light.
0: Yes. And, you know, as we were talking about the Holy Spirit, I will, if you don't mind, um, I did some research. I, I did get my Bible out and have been okay. thumbing through. And and you know, what's the Bible say about the Holy Spirit? And there was one specific area that I would like to to read a little bit from. Um, and it okay. is uh, John chapter fourteen, where John Jesus, four. John fourteen, where Jesus promises the Holy Spirit and says. If you love me, you will keep my commandments and I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper with a capital H. So we see Holy Spirit there as a helper to be with you forever. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him for he dwells within you and will be in you. and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Judas said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered him, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him. And we will come to him and make our home with him. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words and the word that you hear is not mine, but the father who sent me these things I have spoken to you while I am still with you. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, mm. whom the father will send in my name. He will teach you all things and bring to you remembrance that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. I loved that. And I was reflecting on that a lot because I I love the fact that the word refers to the Holy Spirit as a helper. And And he reminds us that it is inside of us. So we're never alone. God is always with us. That Holy Spirit is our helper. And I don't know if there's a lot of people out there that really pray to the Holy Spirit as much. I feel like, you know, we pray to Jesus and God. And um, the Holy Spirit's kind of like that silent little helper that sometimes we forget about. That there is that power within us that we can tangibly get to and feel and connect us to God. What are your thoughts on that scripture? Did you have any thoughts on that scripture? Can you hear me? I think we froze again. Try refreshing. You're frozen again. Um, But yeah, I love the idea of the Holy Spirit being within us and being labeled as our helper um, because we need a lot of that in our life. I feel like the Holy Spirit often talks to us too and propels us and motivates us. I think the Holy Spirit is kind of the character base for our individual spirits as well. Are you with me? Are you with me, Gideon? Oh, my goodness. We're going to have to figure out this internet situation. Ah. All right, guys. Sorry. This is uh, doing the best that I can here. Uh, so pop back on with me when you can, um, so yeah, other areas, (laughs) other areas of spirit that I wanted to talk about and, uh, actually was discussing with Gideon in our green room, our pre-show conversation about possibly doing an entire, situation around the fruits of the spirit. Yeah, he said he's having network connections. Try to move closer to your router and try to come back when you can. We will fix this by next week for sure. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, guys. There we go. There we go. we back again. We're having so much fun today. <laughs> so what do you think? Uh, what? Where does that scripture land for you with the Holy Spirit being our helper placed inside of us? Can you hear me? Speak up to me when you can hear me. And as soon as I can hear you, I will let you have the floor and talk. <laughs> um, so, yes, we were thinking about doing maybe coming up a couple episodes on Wednesdays around the fruits of the spirit. Um, and it's, It says, I did some homework on this too. I've been looking things up and kind of just reading around the whole different principles of spirit. But uh, it says here, uh, where is the phrase fruit of the spirit in the Bible? Um, I actually, I learned about the fruits of the spirit when I was young. I went to Catholic school for a while. And uh, so we did learn about that. And then I kind of forgot about them for a long while. And then after I had my own kids and we went to church and then they started learning in their little Sunday school and whatnot, the fruits of the spirit came back in full force. And I was like, Oh boy, I don't even remember them. And they made a little song up for the kids. And so the kids, the kids got me memorizing them back again just with the cool little song. But, uh, um, the fruits of the spirit, They show up in the Bible in Galatians, chapter 5, verse 22 and 23. Hey there. Uh, Before we go into anything with the fruits of the Spirit, did you have anything that you wanted to comment about the John 14 that we read? Yeah. Holy Spirit. Go for it. What do you
1: have to say about John 14? Yeah. Of spirits. John chapter 14 has made it very clear that the Holy Spirit is much needed so that we can be able to understand the scripture, to understand how to walk with God to understand how to fellowship with God. And that is why Jesus Christ said, I will send you a comforter. A comforter. He will bring a remembrance. He will bring a remembrance of what you have studied. So without the Holy Spirit, you can't have deep insight, understanding of the scripture. And that is why the Holy Spirit is very needed and is very important as long as the body of Christ is concerned."
0: Yes. The Holy Spirit, I I think, shows up in so many ways to help us. And it's a voice. It's that voice inside, I think. I feel like that Holy Spirit we can hear when we hear our heart talking, you know? And we should always... Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like if you study the book of Romans, if you study the book of Romans, chapter 8, you will come to discover that the Bible says something, the Spirit beareth witness... With our own spirit. Hello. The spirit better to witness with our own spirit that we are the true child of God. So so the Holy Spirit makes use of our own spirit, not our flesh. That's right. What God wants to communicate with is our spirit and not our flesh. What God wants to partner with is our spirit and not our flesh. With the spirit, we are in touch with the Holy Spirit.
0: That's right. It so, says, "Yeah, so, so, you brought up Romans. It says in Romans 5, um, verse Roman, 3
1: Romans five. 18. Romans 8, I mean.
0: Romans 8?
1: Yeah, I said Romans 8. That's what I said.
0: Got you. Romans 5 says that more than that, we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. There's a lot, a lot about the Holy Spirit throughout the Bible. A lot,
1: a lot, a lot. It's very, very important. The Holy Spirit is very, very important. A lot, a lot, a lot. It gives us assurance. The Holy Spirit, He gives us assurance. He, sure. gives yeah. us, he gives us assurance of what we are doing, where we are, and where we are going. Mm. And that is, why he's a, that is why he is called the Comforter. He is giving us assurance of where we are, where we are going, and he is he's, he's everything to us. He is everything. So we can no longer see God, we can no longer see Jesus, but we have Holy Spirit living right inside of us. That's right. He is. He is inside of us, depositing. He's inside of us, dropping what God have told him to give to us. So he's a channel. Holy Spirit is a channel in which God uses to communicate with us.
0: I'm just writing down all these wonderful words that we use for the Holy Spirit in here. I like to make the notes. Uh, first, That's First nice. Corinthians. First Corinthians. Uh, Chapter two says, and we impart this in words, not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the spirit, interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual. So the Holy Spirit shows up in that way, even as a teacher.
1: You You can have a pastor to teach you you can have an apostle a prophet and a teacher and evangelist to teach you but hear me the holy spirit is the best teacher oh yeah oh yeah if you're looking if you're looking for the best teacher it is the holy spirit the holy spirit cannot mislead you the holy spirit cannot deceive you the Bible said he will only bring a remembrance. He will only bring. He is not going to give his own mind or the mind of others. He is going to give you the mind of God. So he, he will tell you he is the best teacher. He is the one that can only interpret. Like for instance, when a man lacks the Holy Spirit, when a woman doesn't have the Holy Spirit, he cannot be able. he cannot be able to interpret what right. is written in the scripture. Right. We can be able to interpret what is written in the scripture based on the power and the work of the Spirit.
0: Amen. Amen.
1: So, without the Holy Spirit, you will just be studying John chapter three sixteen. John three sixteen. For God so loved the world. For God so loved the world. For God so You will keep on studying it, keep studying it, and you won't get insight until you have the Holy Spirit, that the insight of John three sixteen, the understanding will be revealed to you. Right. Praise God.
0: So how do we learn from the Holy Spirit? I know we've got we have scripture, we've got our scripture, we've got our books, you know. But if we wanted to learn from the Holy Spirit within us, what is the best way to do that? Prayer or reflecting in the word? What are good ways for us to learn from the Holy Spirit?
1: You learn from the Holy Spirit through the word of God, Mm -hmm. like John chapter 4, where you read, where we read John chapter 14. The Jesus said he will bring a remembrance. Do you get that? Let's see that John 14 again. Let's see that John 14 again. You can you can read it for you can read it for us. That place you read, John 14.
0: It says, "Oh, uh, let's see. I'll read the two spots where they talked about the Holy Spirit there. Um, so, uh, yes, John fourteen verse fifteen mm-hmm. is where we're starting, where Jesus promises the Holy John,
1: Spirit." John, John, John chapter fourteen verse twenty six. Let's see twenty six. Just verse twenty six. John fourteen twenty six. Where? Yeah.
0: Now, yeah. I put my glasses on. I'm half blind. Verse <laughs> 26, it says, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. That's it. That's it right there. He's a teacher and he brings the remembrance. I never really thought about the Holy Spirit as a comforter, as a teacher, as a helper. I just, I, I Holy Spirit is Holy Spirit is Holy Spirit. But when you read the word, you know, I, I forget these things. And until you get in the word and say, oh, he is my helper, I can call on, on him to help. You know, yeah. he is my comforter. He is the the character base for my spirit that I put out into this world. So It is very comforting to have different names—the comforter, the helper, the teacher—all those labels. He's everything.
1: He's everything.
0: Did you say you wanted to say something?
1: Yeah, he is everything. He's not just a comforter; he's a teacher. He's everything. He's everything. He's everything. Yeah.
0: And I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the Holy Spirit in my life, and I do feel—I don't know—I feel like I, I. I am communicated with the Holy Spirit on a regular basis. I feel very connected with the Holy Spirit. And again, I know a lot of people might feel stronger connected to the Father side of God or to the Son side of God or to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is one I feel very connected with. So, so. On the topic of spirit, as we're moving on here, like I said, I was really interested in kind of diving into the fruits of the spirit a little bit. And we don't have to like dive into each one of them today, but maybe as we go on, we can focus on them. But we could oh, touch nice. on It says uh, in Galatians chapter five, verse 22, uh, Paul lists the nine specific behaviors, which were love, joy, peace, forbearance or patience kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control that are the result of the work of the Holy Spirit in a Christian's life. Um, And it says, it reads specifically, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. And then, you know, in the few verses before that, they go over the fruits of the flesh, which could also be a fun one to dabble in as well. We can go hand in yeah, hand yeah. with both of those, the ups and downs of things. But uh, what, do you, what do you think the importance of the fruits of the spirit are? And how, yeah, how be, before on implementing them in our lives?
1: Yeah, before I talked about Galatians chapter 5, Read, let's see the book of 16, let's see the verse 16. Of Galatians. 516, let's see the 16.
0: All right. Mm, 516, read Keep in step with the spirit. It says, but I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the spirit and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to keep okay, you from doing okay. things you want to do.
1: Okay, now come again with your question. Say that again? Come again with your question. Ask your question again.
0: What is the importance of being, oh, what is the importance of the fruits of the spirit? And how do we implement them in our
1: lives? You see, you see I do tell people that uh, the fruit of the spirit here, which you mentioned, peace, and there are nine of them, peace, love, joy, self-control, and so on and so forth. This is the character of God. Right. The fruits of the spirits there is the character of God? I keep telling people that if you it is, not, it is not possible to have the fruit of the Spirit and end up in hell,
0: that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's
1: it is not possible, but it is, it is, it is, but, but it is 100% possible to have the gift of the Spirit and end in hell because the gifts of God are without repentance. One of the things God cannot do is to take away his gifts from you. But if you keep going contrary to the word of God, he will take away his spirit. And when once the spirit of God left you or leaves a man, the fruit of God is as well leaving the man. And that is why when, when when the, the individual backslided, he will begin to behave with this kind of character. It's been mentioned there envy, jealousy, hatred. You will see it coming on and come, before and that is why you see some people some people no matter how anointed they are if the fruit of the Spirit is not in them the Holy Spirit is not in them all they are doing is just showcasing the gifts just the gift so do not misquote the gifts and the fruits they are not the same the fruit is the character is the major character of God and the gifts of God is being given to man without repentance. So we need the fruit of the Holy Spirit. The fruit of the Holy Spirit is our identity. The fruit of the Holy Spirit is our originality in Christ. Mm. So without the fruit of the Holy Spirit, we are not children of God. Because if we have the fruit of the Holy Spirit, joy will be seen in us. Love will be seen in us. Peace will be seen in us. Self control will be seen in us. The character of God will begin to come out in the life of that individual. That is when you know that the Holy Spirit is really of okay. a truth dwelling and abiding with a man. Like, like for instance, for instance, for instance, let me use the case of Samson.
0: Okay.
1: You watch. You watch how Delilah shaved the hair of Samson. Immediately, the Immediately, hair of Samson was being shaved. The Bible said the Holy Spirit departed. Wow.
0: The
1: Holy Spirit departed. So it is possible for someone to be in the church, preaching the gospel, shouting Jesus, yet he do not have the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And when when once you don't have the fruit of the Holy Spirit, you are not qualified to be called a child of God. That's
0: right.
1: So the fruit of the Holy Spirit is... The fruit of the Holy Spirit is more important, more necessary than the gifts of God.
0: <laughs> yeah, it keeps us in step, keeps us connected. I think it's almost, you know, it's kind of like the little roadmap. But what happens? Okay, so we are born into sin as humans, right? We are born into sin. Uh, <laughs> not not original creation here anymore. Um, so what happens all right, I'm going to put this as properly as I can. We're not perfect, right? So I would venture to say that on any given day, most of us are not living out all nine fruits of those spirits. Let's say we are having a day that patience is not on (laughs) the list. What do we do to reconnect with that? You know, what if I I am not being patient? What if self-control is an issue? I'm in a a season of my life where self-control is a problem, where patience is a problem. Maybe kindness is a problem. If we are missing one or two or more of those, the fruits of the spirit, how can we reconnect and get that back into us?
1: It's very simple. It's very simple. John chapter 15. John chapter 15.
0: I am the true vine. Mm -hmm. John 15 says, I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch Mm -hmm. that does bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit.
1: That's fruit that is being said there is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. Go ahead.
0: Uh, Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Mm -hmm. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in me. In the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you you are the branches.
1: Do you get you, you get that? I do no let's 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 use for instance, let's use for Eastern the story and the case of David, King David and King Saul. The Holy Spirit was with King Saul, so much more that King Saul was anointed, choosing as the king of Israel. But do you know what the Holy Spirit doesn't take? Hmm. The, the what the Holy Spirit does not tolerate is not just your imperfection, but when once you fall, do realize that you have committed. Do realize that you have fall, that you are a victim. Yeah. But the. That is that is the problem that the holy spirit was having with Saul. Some will commit sin and some will also so will refuse to listen. Some will still want Saul will Saul refuse to listen and God hates it when someone is being proud as you are falling you are backsliding and they are telling you change you say no I can't change I am right you are always right. Such person the holy spirit can easily leave the person. Right. And that was the problem that Saul had. That is why Saul didn't last. He didn't last as a king, though he was still the king of Israel. But the Spirit of God left him. And the Bible yeah. said an evil spirit from God, an evil spirit from God possessed him. And when the evil spirit from God possessed Saul, the next thing Saul began to do was to chase after David. He was not full of anger. It was not full of hatred. It was not full of bitterness. The lust of flesh began to grow. Though he was still ruling as the king. Now, when the spirit departed from Saul, the spirit went and rest upon David. Now, the reason why David lasted lasted was because each time David committed a sin, like we, like I said, no one is perfect. You are not perfect. I'm not perfect. Nobody is perfect, and God understands that fact. God understands it that no one is perfect. But when once you are using your imperfection to boast, you are using your sinful nature to boast, oh, no one can question you, oh, no one can deal with you, you are not King Lebuchadnezzin. Hey, there is no God, there is no another God beside me, I'm the God, I'm this, I'm that. God will just throw you into the desert for seven years. You will begin to eat like King Lebuchadnezzin.
0: Right, right. So so, so the reason
1: why... The, the, the reason why God the reason why God accepted David was not because David was more righteous than King Saul. King Saul wasn't King Saul didn't kiss someone's husband and took his wife away. no. King Saul didn't commit all those things, but because David always asked God for mercy. Yeah. David was always a man that knows how to reconnect back to God by realizing that he is a sinner. He is a man of unclean lips. Oh, that is why God said, Ah, David, no matter, no matter that you are a killer, no matter that you're a fornicator, you commit adultery, David, you are a man after my heart. David, you are a man after my heart. The reason why you are after my heart is because you know that you are just a being that is just only qualified by grace. You are not qualified by right, it is not your right it is just by divine privilege and that is why you are not misusing it you are not abusing it, even though when you sing you do bounce back on your feet still ask for mercy so, so, so the only way we can reconnect back to the Holy Spirit whenever we fall is to ask God for his mercy You know, there are people that are still feeling that they feel too big. They can't ask God for mercy. When you rebuke them, they will not listen to you. Such people, the Holy Spirit can't partner with them.
0: Yeah, you know, I I have to say, let me ask you on this, because, you know, I'm human, we're all human, and we all have those human emotions here. So, for example, let me say, hypothetically, I am having a major issue with the fruit of the spirit of patience. My patience, my patience is gone. It's gone. It's gone. And I'm struggling. Um, You know, we pray, we pray and ask God, forgive me. Please put me back on course, fill me with the Holy Spirit, help me with this. Um, And sometimes we don't get that answer right when we want it. It's in God's timing, not in ours. (laughs) <laughs> and maybe during during that pause of time where we're waiting and being still for God to be God and do his thing, um, we can take on other negative emotions upon ourselves. Like for me, if I'm having this patience issue and it's, let's say, dealing with homeschooling my children and these uh, this tons of stuff that I've got to do, I'm overwhelmed uh, and I'm not getting that instantaneous result from the Lord as I would wish. Um, I will end up soaking up emotions like shame, and guilt, and worry, and fear, and doubt, and failure. Like I, am terrible. I'm so bad. Why, you know, I struggle with this patience thing. What, what, what do you say about that? Do you think it's necessary for us to go through those moments to make us really, really want that patience back in our life, to carry those negative emotions, or we, or should we just? Pray those and ask God to take that burden as well and be patient and wait.
1: Uh, One of the ways to enjoy God is to be patient. Mm -hmm. One of the ways to enjoy the promises of God is to be patient. And patience is a
0: tough one. Patience, they say, is one of the most powerful prayers and dangerous things you can pray for. If you ask God for patience, he's going to give you Oh, and that is what that, that, grow patience.
1: That, <laughs> and that is where the devil fights the believer, impatience. Yeah. Devil uses impatient to devil have used impatience to destroy a whole lives in the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. One of the reason, one of the thing that destroyed the ministry of King Saul was impatient. How can you go and offer a sacrifice? when the prophet has not yet commanded you to do so. Right.
0: right,
1: So waited and waited. Samuel could not show that Samuel could not come. He waited and waited. And because of his long waiting, he now said, oh, since the prophet is not here, let me use my own hand and do the sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And God became angry. Yeah. And that is why, And that is why God loved Abraham so much. Abraham was a person of patience. And I love his wife, Sarah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, you know it, is, it is good when you are married to your bone of bone, your flesh to flesh. You know, when two of you matched, when two of you are, are perfect, you both understand each other. There, there are people It will be, oh, Sarah of our generation. No, I can't wait. I can't wait to hell with your God. I can't wait. I'm getting old. I'm getting old. I can't wait. This is my 99. This is my 90. I can't wait. I've entered menopause. monopause. I can't longer conceive. Mm-hmm. Abraham, I want to divorce you. Abraham, I want to disown your God. Sarah was not like that.
0: Right, even, right. In
1: the midst, even in the midst of those towns, Sarah was still thanking God. Sarah was still referencing God. Sarah was still acknowledging that Jesus Christ is Lord. Uh, one of the things that God, one of the things that God tested in the life of every believer is their patience. We saw how we we saw how God promised Abraham, "I will bless you, I will bless your descendants, I will give you this, I will give you that." Abraham waited and waited for many years. This is those prophecies. <laughs> if it is our generation that will say, "Oh, God is a liar. Oh, God is not faithful to His world, You are a liar." In fact, I regretted the day I know you. know. Abraham was happy to accept that God's time is the best. Yeah, well, we can't
0: see the big. So, picture.
1: so, 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 one of the one of the best thing that a believer could do, whenever you are walking in the journey of patience, devil must distract you. Devil must say, "Have you not waited? How long will you wait? Denounce your faith." Then ask God. That's what Satan will do. Even on that journey, be careful and be sensitive in the spirit. You need this I'm time to be very, very sensitive.
0: I like that. Be, be sensitive. sensitive the spirit. Yeah. Be
1: sensitive in the spirit. Be sensitive yeah. in the spirit so that you can know when Satan is speaking and when God is truly speaking. You got to be sensitive so that you will not fulfill the law of flesh. Right.
0: I can feel the difference. I can totally feel the difference when I always say the devil's stirring the pot. He's stirring the pot trying to get things all, uh, you know, oh, I, can tell, yeah. I can tell because it does. You, The devil comes with feelings too. I'm, I'm a very sensitive person when it comes to, uh, I'm very empathetic and, and sympathetic and compassionate and I'm sensitive to those kinds of energies too, negative emotions, things like that. So I... I can always tell a difference when it's a Holy Spirit or not, you know, but yeah, he shows up. I think also too, the devil really likes to show up when two or more touch and agree and are trying to do something powerful and wonderful for God. He likes to try to squash that ASAP, whether it's during our broadcast with technical issues or matters of the heart that I struggle with, you know, or you might struggle with, but yeah, God's always the answer in prayer, I mm. guess. Even in those moments when I'm feeling the shame or the doubt creeping because my patience level has not improved. Again, I oh, always Sherlock. remind myself like, thy will be done and in your timing, ah. I'm not supposed to be stretched or grown here. When God That's keeps you in those moments for longer than is comfortable for us, there's transformation and growth happening. And we can't really see right. it right away until after it's complete, but I can feel it. You know, we That's have right. to trust trust in God to be there. That's so
1: right.
0: Right. if we uh, if we're so as we're moving out here, uh, what would you challenge if you could give our audience and viewers a challenge of the spirit from now till next Wednesday? What would you encourage or challenge our viewers to do? In order to connect with their spirit. Or the Holy Spirit. One of the things.
1: You should do to keep connected in the spirit is. Study the word of God.
0: Yes. Get those Bibles out. Study.
1: Study the word of God. Which is also this. Study it. Meditate on it. Day and night. One of the ways you can. Deal with the flesh. The lust of flesh is through the word of God. Mm. Through the word of God and through prayers. If you must live the desire of the spirit, you must live according to the word of God. Study it, Joshua chapter 1. Meditate on this book day and night. Let not the law depart from thy mouth. No. Do you get what I'm saying? Well, once, once you are close to the word of God, Satan runs crazy. Satan runs crazy. Because why? He doesn't want you to fix your eyes on the word of God. Mm-hmm. There is power in the written word of God. Not yes. just written word of God. In the spoken word of God. Where once your two eyes is been fixed in the word of God. You cannot live the desire of the flesh. You can't live the desire of the flesh. And secondly... If you must leave the desire of the Spirit, you must not forsake the gathering of the brethren.
0: That's right.
1: You must not forsake the gathering. The Bible said in the book of Hebrew." Apostle Paul said, forsake not the gathering of the brethren. Always fix yourself in the midst of believers. If you want to keep yourself connected in the Spirit, Fix yourself with those who are in the spirit. Do yes. not move with those who are carnal. Don't move with those who are carnal, living a worldly life, living a carnal life. Don't fix yourself with them because the, they say, "Show me your friend, I will tell you who you are." You cannot be desiring to live in the spirit and you are moving with someone who is living in the flesh. It can't work. The Bible said the, ba- "The Bible says something." The Bible says, "The spirit and the flesh fight itself." Right. So they're both, they are enemies. So number one, number one, yeah, number one, like I said, if you want to be relevant to the spirit, you want to be active in the spirit. Number one, I said, study the word of God. Number two, live a prayerful life. Number three, go out for evangelism. Number four, follow those who are born of the spirit fellowship with them fish yourself in their midst and with that you keep on growing and going higher in the spirit it is a gradual process god bless you
0: that is yeah I, I agree i agree and you know the flesh the flesh is temporary these bodies these bodies don't go with us. you know. This is just the shell, but the spirit goes on forever. So it is important for us to definitely care for the spirit over the, the body. Yes, your body is your temple. I'm not saying don't take care of your body, but those fleshy desires, fruits of the flesh, um, those don't come with us. We, we take the spirit with us to the kingdom. So it's important for us to care for that, nurture that, grow that, build that, mm-hmm. In our time, we're here on earth. And I love and, and I agree 100% surround yourself with like-minded people. Surround yourself with spiritual followers. Again, I say, I, ca- I can't say it enough. When two or more touch and agree, it is so. There is so much power when people come together over the word, over worshiping, over the Lord. You know, it just, it has an amazing ripple effect across the world and that's what we're trying to do right here this is a brand new friendship and similar missions here and i'm i'm very honored and grateful um that you decided to be part of this and that we have our own new thing so for everybody who's joining in late i will just uh, i'm going to catch these comments up here in a second um and for anybody watching before i go do these comments we're, we're, we're going to be asking at the ends of these shows, if you have any questions about what we've discussed, please put it in the comments because we like to engage. Um, also if you have any special prayer requests, we like to close out in prayer at the end of every show. So if you have a prayer request, something you need prayer for, please put it in the comments here in the next couple of minutes and uh, we will close out in prayer. But, uh, so Gideon and I have decided that we are going to be coming live at you guys on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. My time, Eastern Standard, 4 p.m. Uh, Western African time. So uh, and we're going to have different topics and going to be doing some preaching and some scripture and praying over you guys. And um, so look forward to this. This is going to be our, our Wednesday faith check for everybody. And uh yeah, we have a a mission together to try to just light the world up for Christ. And we hope that it is serving as a blessing to you guys and bringing you joy into your world. So uh, yes, stay tuned for Wednesdays for this foreseeable future. And we do have people that joined in. We had Brittany Thomas came in. She said, I'm so glad I'm finally able to tune in. Um, We have Brenda Booker-Bull She says, it's through the word that we learn who he is. And that's the truth. Uh, Benita, thank you for joining in. We are new friends on the Facebook world as well. She's saying this is so good. She's enjoying listening to us. Um, She says, that is so true. The enemy will try to intervene with people who are trying to do something with God, for God. Absolutely. He does. The devil likes to stir the pot whenever we get closer to God. Um, Benita says, study the word. Absolutely. And Brenda says, how can we follow the apostle? That's what I'm going to get you at here next. Um, So Apostle Gideon, he is the senior pastor of, excuse me, Spirit Filled Ministries International. It's on the screen right below. If you would like to get in contact him, with him, that is his Gmail address, Spirit Filled Ministries International at gmail.com. Now, you can also look up Spirit Filled Ministries International on YouTube and on Facebook. And if you would like to see uh, Apostle Gideon Desmond on his uh, personal page, just look up his name, Gideon Desmond. Um, and I will pop all the links and such in the thread below, uh, after we get off the show, but, uh, yes, please reach out, get in touch with him, check out the Facebook page, follow it. He posts, he posts very diligently, inspiring, wonderful messages every day. So YouTube, Facebook, and these, these lessons and legacies podcasts that we're doing, you can find on my pages and, uh. Also, you can look up the past episodes on Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, Facebook, all over. So, type in "Lessons and Legacies," you'll find me, um, and you'll find these shows. And type in "Spirit-Filled Ministries International," and you will find Apostle Gideon Desmond. So, do you? Uh, does any? If anybody's got any prayer requests, please pop them in the comments, um, and please make sure you do follow apostle gideon so as we're rounding out here would you like to pray say close us out in prayer um pray over our spirits and the holy spirit to touch our audience and and help us deliver the right messages from week to week pray over our upcoming missions here as well
1: okay we need to pray We got gonna pray right now and uh Commit our viewers into the hand of the Lord, and uh, ask that the Lord will keep them for Him Himself alone. Abba Father, we bless Your name. We thank You for Your Word. Thank You for blessing our soul with Your Word. Thank You for Your servants, my sister, piloting this great. Commission piloting this great vision and mission. Thank you for her family. Thank you for the works you have placed in our hands. Be that magnified in the name of Jesus. And therefore, Lord, we commit our followers, viewers all over the world into your hand. Father, bless them. Yes. Bless them. Bless them. Grant them their hard desires. May they not be disappointed. May they find favor in your sight. In the name of Jesus. Mm. The topic today says, Spirit, Abba Father, I pray, empower them, empower yes. them, yes. empower their spirit man to live according to your word empower them to live according to your word where your name alone will be glorified in the name of Jesus bless them, bless their family, bless the works of their hand bless their business bless each and everyone that could be able to see this broadcast Even those that will replace this broadcast, bless them in the name of Jesus, thank you Abba Father may your name alone be glorified in Jesus mighty name we pray Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. And I pray, I pray, oh, I have been praying nonstop diligently over this. I was uh, a divine connection and I just, I don't know. I feel like when God just gives you a mission and you know, it was from him, you, you have no choice, but to just go joyfully go. So, I have to say thank you with all my heart and soul. You always are such a pleasure to talk with and I'm glad that we kept fighting that devil off and we were able to get this message Mm -hmm. out today. Better later than never, right? We don't give up. You always keep pushing because you're never alone. God's going to win even though the devil's there trying to stir up the Wi-Fi signal on us. God's got Mm -hmm. the angel armies and he's got the son and the Holy Spirit and himself and he can say They kept trying, now I'm on their side because God is bigger and greater and more powerful than anything out there. So we made it as a success today. So um, thank you again. And uh, I guess, well, tomorrow I will be back Tuesday. This might be one uh, you will enjoy tomorrow, Gideon, or not Tuesday, I'll be back tomorrow. I have a 16 year old girl coming on who has been doing Bible study lessons live at nine o'clock at night on Facebook. She's aspiring to, well, she's preaching. She's doing online preaching. She likes to preach. Um, She aspires to be an FBI agent and she's a basketball player and the uh, daughter of a preacher. So it's going to be her first time on tomorrow. We're going to be talking about some cool stuff with her. And uh, so you might enjoy seeing... Since you started at age five preaching and have been doing that for a while, it might you might enjoy seeing the 16 year old girl talk talk about the Lord because she gets me, man she gets me every time. so big shout out Brianna Moffitt will be on tomorrow and then I've got Precious and Delilah Brown for laughter on Friday. And that will end the week. So we'll have Gideon and myself back. Spirit Field Ministries International and Lessons and Legacies for your Wednesday faith check at 10 a.m. So you guys remember that there is a blessing in every lesson. We're going to have some more websites for you next time, too. uh, Places where you can donate to uh, the ministry and help spread the word. So. We love you guys. Thank you to each and every person that joined in and caught the replay. Um, be sure to check us out on YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Facebook, of course. So thank you again, Gideon. Have a blessed day. We love you guys and uh God
1: bless you. Love you guys. You we love you all.
0: That's right. God bless.
1: God bless you.